The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? We do, and there's a little bit to talk about. Big series for your Astros. All kinds of cool stuff. Let's do this. It's a Tuesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for Tuesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, the Trader. Aaron Rabel to Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. Uh, at ESPN975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. But it's Tuesday, so maybe you guys shouldn't bother. And you can also watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Let's have some fun today, even though the weather's not as bad as yesterday, but it's kind of gloomy out there. So there's that. So I'm guessing people are in a bad mood. Traffic is terrible. I uh, I officially wish we could go back to COVID traffic. It, it, where, where I mean, I guess you were driving from your house. Yeah. Like, what? how much longer did it take you than normal? Uh, I generally leave it right at 3, right before 3. And I get here about anywhere from... 315 to 330 okay and then either go sit in my office or whatever and um but i'm gonna have to start leaving in in the old days i would leave at two i'm gonna have to go back to that there's some kind of mess with the 610 exit and 59 and yeah i should have known when i saw helicopters ahead that's never a good sign and of course i was listening to the other station and their their traffic report is like two seconds long yeah so why even bother with that it's like Oh, there's a stall on the East Texas Freeway somewhere. And then 30, 45 seconds of commercial, and it'll be a high of 80, around 80 tomorrow. I, that's what I learned from it. Uh, not that, you know, if, if you're on 59, you might want to get the hell off of it. But uh, so I wound up having to finally got over to West Park, and that, that opened it up. That, but, like, the problem now is, like, getting into the Galleria area from over there. Uh, it, it was really bad. I would just go over to Richmond and take take Richmond. Well, there's construction on Richmond and 610 now. So there's a whole, there's lanes closed there. So that's always backed up about 10 minutes. And there's no point trying to get over to Westheimer to get to the Galleria. That's, that's suicide or at least vehicular suicide. Yeah. Uh, so my only real option was to get over to West Park. And once I did that, it only took me like 10 minutes to get here. Aaron came into my office and was like, Fred's going to be late. I said, well, well, I just warned him that I, I guess I, I'm going to have to work with Joel. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 couldn't that wouldn't be the worst thing. I think, I think you guys would be great together. <laughs> talk Wisconsin. Uh, you could talk Packers. You could talk basketball. You guys would have fun. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I just gave him a warning because I, I was I was pretty sure if I could just get off the damn freeway, I'd be all right, and that's what happened. So, this is the first. I mean, this is the first time in maybe a year where I've been worried about being late because of traffic. I've had a couple other times where I wound up getting here like 345, but it was really never in doubt. This is the first time I'm like, really? 
this is <laughs> yeah and that's one of the dangers of doing all my work from home and then then coming in so i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to start coming in earlier aj okay well so. i'll see you here mm-hmm. Did you see uh, what our boy Derek Lewis got into today? Uh, I just saw that, yes. Yeah, Derek Lewis was at a uh, a local park and um, apparently saw a guy trying to break into his car. Not wise, guys. And Derek approached him. Derek's a, a big guy. Yeah. It's it's hard to... he's He'd have a hard time sneaking up on me, I feel like. But, you know, I guess when you're real busy trying to break into a car, you're... You know, you're you're a little occupied. Yeah, maybe not paying attention. Imagine you're breaking into a car and you turn around and someone's like, "Hey," and it's freaking Derek Lewis. Well, apparently Derek um, decided that this warranted him uh, throwing a punch. If you're <laughs> and, hurt, it's gonna come back to you. And uh, well, the guy got hauled off by the police with his head wrapped up. <laughs> So um, maybe, you know, be more careful about making sure no one's around or just how about don't don't break into people's cars like I'm for that. Yeah, I I think people who break into cars and most most people are smart enough now where they don't leave anything in their cars of value because there's so many damn break ins. Break into mine. You're not getting anything. You know, there's there's some uh, there's some breath mints that you'll get. Uh, but that's about it. Congratulations. Oh, I, I keep an extra comb in there. Oh, okay. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, so you, you get to break my window and get into my vehicle, and that's what you get. Um, and so, I mean, I, I don't know why, and this has gotten, it's gotten really bad in a lot of areas of, of Houston. So I'm not going to give you a PSA not to break into Derek Lewis's car. I kind of feel like if you're a turd who does that, I, I that's the car I want you to try to break into because we know what's going to happen to you. You're going to get clobbered. <laughs> so, you know what? That's one of those. That's one of those stories where I'm happy. Yeah. That, that's, it's just poor decision-making to me. Sometimes, to, to me, it's a feel good story. Yeah. Karma has a way <laughs> you decide you're going to break into a car. Whoops. It's a guy mm, who might be UFC heavyweight champion damn, one day. Wrong guy. <laughs> Uh, and i'll ask lawyer dave if this is when he's on but i'm pretty sure you're well within your rights to oh certainly to uh defend your vehicle so um take that pal yeah he gonna learn today <laughs> he's gonna learn I, I i the one thing about that that's a guy when he goes to jail and you know he's he's in the he's in the holding pen with everybody else like what are you in for uh, I got the crap knocked out of me for trying to break into a car. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get elected cell leader. I don't think so either. <laughs> and the worst part is, like, the picture of him, like, standing with the cops, he's smaller than all the cops. And I'm just, you know, wagering a guess that all the cops are smaller than Derek Lewis. So this is a, not a big person. That's just that's a that's bad luck, Bubba. Well, let's just let's start with this. Let's start with don't break into people's cars. All right, you're you're a bad person if you do that. And those of you with cars, don't put anything important in there. No, that's that's the main thing. Because I even if if I drive with, you know, one of my guns, I I don't leave it in the car because that's 
you know, that's an invitation for trouble. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm 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 glad he got knocked the hell out and I hope he'll think twice before he does that again. Yeah. And then uh in the sports world, man, there's a lot going on with baseball right now. And then basketball starts their uh, their playing games today. Yeah, I don't really care about the Eastern Conference to be honest. I don't care who makes it into the playing games. It's it's of little interest to me. Um, you know the the four teams left. Even like my personal preference, I don't care. I mean, I usually like for the Celtics to lose, but I do like Brad Stevens. I just generally hate the Celtics. I, I generally hate Boston sports franchises. So. I, I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about them because I do want Brad Stevens. But then I also think I've heard like Brad Stevens could get fired if they lose. And then he could go be a coach somewhere else. And then I'd, I would be able to fully hate the Celtics again. So that's interesting. And then. Uh, yeah, so maybe you should root for them to lose. Yeah, maybe. Because it's an easy thing to root for the Celtics to lose. And then the other team, like I don't even care about the Pacers and the the Wizards and the <laughs> none of those teams, the, who's the Bobcats. None of those teams matter to me. That's, that's I, like a whole bunch of Grizzlies is what that is. Yeah. All playing well, The Grizzlies other. have John Morant. They at least have a guy that like I care about watching. Nah. Uh, it, but the, the games tomorrow I'm more interested in. Like the Lakers-Warriors game is interesting to me. You're interested in that? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, Surprise. Yeah. The Spurs-Grizzlies. I, I wanna, And by the way, you'll be able to hear those games. And by the way, I'm now programming this station based solely on my personal taste. So, because I didn't care about the Eastern Conference games, uh, you won't hear them on our station tonight. Um, since I do care about the Western Conference games, you will hear both of them tomorrow night on our station. So it, it's uh, that's the way it's working now. I'm 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 a short timer, baby. I, I'm I'm not worried about what you like. I'm worried about what I like, and you're getting what I like going forward. So if I think, oh, there's an NBA playoff game I'm interested in, you might hear it on our station. That's the way it's going to work. Congratulations. Interesting. Yeah. I know you're excited about it. You love everything that I love. Uh, no, no. No? But you know what? If I get an extra hour off here and there, I'm okay with you're that. You're not too mad. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Usually that bothers me, but we're also kind of in a... We're in that time where things are slowing down a little bit. I mean, unless you want to spend a segment on whether or not Davis Mills should start. I mean, we, we could do that. Bubba. <laughs> but uh, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I think I am too. All right. And did you hear what the, uh, I guess, what the success of um, the, the the Michael Jordan documentary they did on ESPN Plus? Did you see who's next? No. Derek Jeter. ESPN Films announced a multi-part documentary series on Derek Jeter. I might actually be interested in that one. I think I'd be interested. Yeah, it's, more so than the Jordan one. It'll be in 2022, and it's called The Captain. Interesting. So if it's, any, if it's anything like the Jordan one, yeah, just about Derek Jeter, I think it'll be fun. I, I think it's got potential, yeah. All right. We are going to take a very quick break. Please don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening.
listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780. ESPN your number. 713-780-3776. So, got some news on your beloved Texans. Remember... Uh, when we were when the schedule came out, we were wondering how many games that the Texans would be underdogs in. We have an answer. Okay, all Here's, of them. All of them. Yeah, <laughs> they are not favored to win a single game. The only other team that's close is the Lions, and guess what? They're a uh, pick 'em against the Eagles in Week Eight. Okay, which also says a lot about the Eagles if they're a pick 'em with the Lions. Yeah, but uh, yes. The uh, Texans will not be favored. I, as of now, a lot can happen. Like, you know, maybe Davis Mills, if he becomes a starting quarterback, is really, really good, and they wind up upsetting sure. a couple teams, and that might change things. Or maybe they, yeah, hey, maybe they play the Jags, and somehow Trevor Lawrence isn't playing. Yeah, or it's his first game in the yeah. NFL. Who knows? He may not. He may go out there and totally tank it up. And it's Urban Meyer's first game, so maybe they win that, and then suddenly maybe they're favored against the Panthers in Week Three. Maybe. Doubt it. But, uh, boy, I, I, weren't the Jets, even the Jets were favored in a couple of games preseason last year, right? Uh, I don't remember. I, I mean, they may have been, but I. Well, didn't they play the Jags? Uh, yes. It's rare for a team no, no, not no. to be favored in any games because typically you've got a home game against another bad team and it's at worst a pick them. Well, guess what? That's what saves the Bengals. Okay. Uh, because they're dogs in 15 of their games. Wow. Uh, they But they played the Lions and Jaguars. Oh. Okay. So that explains that. Yeah, the Bengals, there's a lot of people who think the Bengals are a playoff team. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not one of them. I'm not saying that I'm yeah, one of them. Yeah, I, I think they'll be improved. I mean, they've got to get a, a full year of Joe Burrow in. Uh, and I, I think they'll be improved. But I also think... They're kind of blocked because I think the Ravens are still going to be very good. I think the Browns have, have clearly turned a corner and are going to be very good. And the wild card's kind of the Steelers. If the Steelers can, you know, play decent football like they did for most of last season, it's kind of hard for all those teams to be playoff type teams. Right. And I, I just think that's, I, I think it's going to be really tough to crack, uh, crack the Ravens and the Browns. So the Texans will be double digit underdogs in five games. And they're favored to lose by a touchdown or more, which we know seven's a key number, ten times. Yeesh. And again, these odds are, I mean, if you can get them, great. But it's uh, its early yet. But it's also kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, cool to see that, you know what? For all those people say, oh, you guys just hate the Texans. You're not giving them a chance. And neither's Vegas. And that doesn't mean Vegas is always right. Doesn't mean we're always yeah. right. But us plus Vegas plus one fish, two fish plus Cal McNair equals they're going to suck. The Jets were favored in three games last year, and one was a pick 'em. Well, four games, technically counting the pick 'em. Okay. They were a pick 'em versus the Broncos. They were a one point favorite versus the Cardinals. They were a three and a half point favorite versus the Dolphins, a one and a half point favorite versus the Raiders, and that's it. Um, and OGS is Tyrod Taylor that bad? No, I don't think so. I think he's actually a pretty solid 
backup quarterback. I think he's one of the better backup quarterbacks you can have. I, I think he can win some games for you. I just think the rest of this roster, it, yeah. when you look at it, it, it really does. Somebody called him an expansion team about a month ago. I mean, consider they were 4-13 and 13 last year, 4-12, with a, you know, a, a top-five quarterback in the league, at least for, for last season. He played like a top-five quarterback. And this roster, at least the t- he's gone now. He's dead. The yeah. Arguably the most talented wide receiver you've got is gone. Your best pass rusher is gone. It's... It's bleak. It is a really, really, really bad roster. It's almost like a well. I, it's like I if football had triple A, that's what it would feel like. I, I'll I'll give Nick some credit for one thing. I think like there will be some actual competition for th- some of these things. Like from thirty eight to fifty three, you, you might be better. From I think the bottom of the roster is better than it yeah. was a year ago. Uh, but in fact, not uh, and I, I'm not going to say significantly better, but certainly better. The problem is. That doesn't matter. Yeah, it's you know, t- you know when the bottom half of the roster matters when your top half is good. Yeah, when the bottom half st- or when the when the top half stinks, the bottom half improving doesn't do you any good. Because um, when you're talking about elite teams, then you can talk about well depth and things like that. Special teams that starts to play into separating the best of the best. And while I, I think they're better 38 to 53, I think the difference between 22 and 38 is pretty small. Yeah. And that's kind of the problem. I kind of I kind of think they're the same guys from really maybe even 15 or 16, if you want to be perfectly honest. I mean, I think you've got... I mean, and, and it's honest. It, it, listen, if you say who are the five best players, football players on the Texans, I mean, obviously Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you, your may, turn. Maybe uh, I, I'm, Zach Cunningham's probably one of the five best. It doesn't mean he's good. Um, Justin Reed, Bradley Roby. I mean, and I, I might, I but, might even say maybe Brandon Cooks. Okay, now I want you to think about the four names you gave. On any good team in the league, would any of those guys be a top five player? I don't think any of those guys would start. I, mean, I don't think any of them would maybe, be a top ten player. Maybe Justin Reed would start. But he wouldn't be one of the ten best players on their team. No, no. He, if he's one of your ten best, you're probably not very good. Um, I think Bradley Roby would, could be a number two cornerback on a good team. Not a number one. Um, Zach Cunningham. I, it depends on how they use him now, too. Because I mean, this is going to be a totally different defense. I, I just hope he's not out there co- trying to cover receivers again. But that's your that's your best guys right there. At least Brandon Cooks is a thousand yard receiver. Sure, despite missing some games. There's that. Okay, well you're good at finding the positive. Uh, I'm just saying you yeah you asked for the five best yeah, guys. I know I'm, I'm but I'm and just I saying, just gave them to you. Boy, it, it's hard to it's hard to get excited about anything when that's. That's the fact. I know, I know, and the, and those are the jerseys that fans would have an option to buy, pretty much, right? Yeah. I, you know what? I bet is the most most popular jersey this year, Brandon Cooks. Okay. That that's what I'm going to go with. I bet not. I bet it's Davis Mills. Uh, that's that's a possibility. Although that's a risky move too. It might be Nico Collins. I don't know. I like. Because you don't want to invest. Uh, well, we forgot about the draft picks. Those guys could easily become top five players. They really no could. Problem. So, yeah. No, I, I, it's. 
I, I just I feel like, and I'm not criticizing how they built the team this offseason. I don't think it was wrong to go out and sign a bunch of special teams guys on one-year deals and hope that a couple of them turn into something. You know you're not going to be good next year. Yeah. So I don't mind that strategy. I don't know that I like the strategy of let's only have five draft picks knowing that, but okay, that's, you know, whatever. But I, uh, you know, it, it does, this really is, when you look at it, just, it, it's almost like they're complete expansion team. I mean, the the difference is you do have a, a Pro Bowl caliber left tackle. Yeah. The rest of the guys, Okay. Which is why it, that's what they did with their expansion team to begin with, and they, they were like they but thought then they were he died, yeah. yeah. So like I know we'll get a Pro Bowl left tackle and we'll just build from there, and yeah, it didn't quite work out. Yeah, it was yeah, it it was a good idea, but there was like I think Willie Rofe was available on that expansion list. They could have gone that way, um, but you know that that was mistake number one of the franchise was thinking Tony Baselli would stay alive. Yeah. And really, since then, it's been, but no, I, I, I just, there's, there's nothing encouraging about any of this. And the more that I hear, you know, the new coach talk, the more that I hear the, the GM, who's not a draft expert talk, the less I'm impressed I am with this. That's not my job. <sighs> I'm not a draft expert. These GMs, they're all the, every Texans GM is looking to get away from responsibilities. That's yeah. not my job. Not a draft, not my draft job expert. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are your jobs? They really need to like write down the job duties of the uh, the GM. That might help. Put put it on a board inside all, of his office so he looks like at they it all every seem day. to be wanting to skirt responsibility at every uh, at every turn. Uh, and I think Jerome, no, no, that's that's him. Yeah, he's supposed to do that. Well, but I mean, who else are you going to blame now? This, this is this is why the fact that they have put this t- this front office together the way they have, where it's essentially Nick is the GM and the head coach, or and at least or at least he's got his hand up the head coach's back as a puppet. The only other person to blame. Is that this is why they're keeping Easterby around? Yeah, because at some point when it all goes to hell, you're going to have to point the finger at somebody. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. That's funny, right there. Well, maybe they should all play hoops. Maybe so, man. And one of the things my kids are excited that we're going to be able to take that hoop with us to Vegas. So uh, I, it, it's just awesome to have it. I mean, it's something that I know was going to. I knew when, when we got it, it was going to last the kids you know till they were out of the house and most basketball hoops you buy you go if you go to one of the big box stores and buy one it'll be nice for a year or two and then it'll start to lean a little bit and then the backboard will probably crack or you know the rim will bend that ain't happening with this pro dunk hoops goal i I mean this is the best the best goal on the market thickest steel of any goal on the market uh 75 percent thicker than what you can get in the big box stores and the backboard if it cracks or breaks for any reason They'll replace it for free. You get a lifetime warranty on that. Uh, rust-free. So for, for this uh, this Gulf Coast weather, you got 30 years of rust-free maintenance, just like that. Guys, you, you want the best for your kids. You want them out playing this summer. Pro Dunk Hoops has it. They've got something to fit your backyard, your, your house, your front yard, your driveway. Fully portable version. See it all at ProDunkHoops.com. You talking that You is a child. Where is your dad? No one not regular. No one not regular. Ooh. No one not regular. No one not regular. Ooh. When the- You're listening to.
listening to ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hey, can I resurrect the positive Rona update for one minute? One minute. Yeah. Ready, Positive. Non-pedo. Corona update of the day. Kind of missed that song. I do too. Uh, or is it, this is a non pedo update, right? Yes, of course. All, all updates we do are non pedophiles. So, okay. um, Sunday, first day in over a year, no deaths in the state of Texas. Suck on that, Roni. Yeah. Uh, and remember, people were saying, oh, you can't open back up. Mm, guess what? 650 new cases on the same day. We were, remember when we were doing four times that just in Houston? That's for the whole state. So uh, at one point we were doing twenty two thousand a day. Now we're doing six fifty, and uh, apparently, finally, your favorite uh, judge has decided to take us out of condition red. Okay, which you know, probably should have done that a couple weeks ago, but okay. So I feel like you know things are getting back to normal. Now I notice that whenever I read the Chronicle, I always have to find some other negative because. I don't know what news organizations are going to do when this thing's gone, right? Because this is you know they they love bringing up all the negative stuff. But uh, listen, I, there's always some negative stuff for the news to cover. Don't you? Worry. I know, you know what, guys? You don't have to do this. TV stations, you can just go cover shootings in Southwest Houston at two in the morning. That that can be your whole thing. That then do sports, then do or then do weather, and then some cute puppy story at the end. That's pretty much all you have to do. You don't have to give us updates with a little needle on it or the little thing that looks like a rose. You have to do it. Just uh, just move on. Cover Derek Lewis becoming the knockout vigil- vigilante yeah. that Houston deserves. Yes. Yeah. Forget that dude we were talking about yesterday. What was his name? Shadow something? Shadow Vision. Shadow Vision. Shadow yeah. Vision. I, I'll, I'll take the Black Beast. Yeah. That's, that's the hero we need right there. But, hmm. 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. I thought that was pretty cool. that Because, uh, you know, I, I don't see that plastered all over the front of, of the paper or anything. No deaths on Sunday. Hmm. Hmm. Eh, just, uh, so, this, is, this story is kind of um, gets back to something we've talked about a little bit. A uh, professor was reading from a Mark Twain novel. And if you're familiar with Mark Twain, there is a very liberal use of the N-word. And as he was reading it aloud during class, he used the actual word. Oh, okay. Uh, What do you think his punishment should be for that? Or should he be punished? Okay. So what was the... It was Mark Twain. Okay. And he was reading it out loud. And as you know, the the N word is used quite a and bit. This is a white it, guy. It, uh, yeah, 
And it would be like, uh, I guess what it would be like is quoting a Quentin Tarantino film. I mean, honestly, that's tough because, dude, I mean, this is a, what what class was he teaching? Uh, It was a, uh, I'm sure it was an English class. Was it biology? What? Get no, out of here. No, I'm sure it was an English No, I'm class. saying, was it like a... a it was just probably a, a lit class. A basic English class or a... a yeah, it, it's uh And it's, like, how old are these kids? Well, it's uh, college kids. College-age kids. I don't think there should be any punishment. Am I wrong on that? A, what happened was a student emailed the professor to tell her that she had to abruptly leave the online class because of the inappropriate slur... It was unnecessary and very painful to hear. The student wrote to the professor. She uh, replied and apologized and set up a private online discussion with the class titled Insensitive Language. And she apologized. Uh, Six students joined, including the original one, joined in. Two of them defended the use of the word. The other four argued the slur should not have been used. Professor set up a, a discussion for her next class. Anyway. That, that's a tough call, man. These, I mean, these are adults. She didn't use the word in a malicious way. She's reading literature that is part of the the, the course. I, I'm going to go with no. There should be no punishment. Now, I know, like, and again, I haven't been to, to college in a long time, but I know now there's, like, these uh, trigger warnings or things like that that you can give out. Maybe they could say, hey, just so you guys are aware. And, by the way, what kind of literature class does the professor read out loud to you on Zoom? What is this like yeah, five year olds? I, I, that that that's where I, cause that's that's where I kind of have a, a disconnect here. Is that why do you need to be reading this out loud? Now I I've read excerpts from things, but they're they're more like like I did a class on song quotes where you go through and and what those those things really mean. Or some parts of poetry. I've never sat there and read a whole book and said, oh, and I, I damn sure wouldn't pick out one where I'm using slurs like that. Yeah. But she was called into a meeting with the school's human resources department uh, where she was also confronted about a previous incident in which she was accused of making an inappropriate comment about a black student's hair. Okay. Uh, oh, well, she's got a track record. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, she was uh, suspended while they investigated and then fired on April 29th. Mm, all right. Uh, her case has been picked up. I mean, up. I ain't going to fight for her or anything. Like, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I mean, it is, to me, it is, it, it is a really gray area, right? Sure. But it, it's also, uh, and, and somebody said the college kids need to stop being sensitive bitches. I think that too. I mean, all this, all this trigger stuff. On the other hand, I find a hard, I find a hard time finding an explanation for why you need to do that. It's like, okay, kids, if you're not going to read the book, go buy Cliff's Notes and at least kind of catch up the best you can. <laughs> That's what we did in school. Um, but I'm not going to read it to you. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Not some Shakespeare, you know, my, you know. You pull excerpts out of it though. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it is. Uh, I don't know. I just I I think it's an interesting question because I, I don't think it's cut and dried. I don't either. I do think there's a there, there's some question marks there. Yeah, that's that's a tough call. I mean, I don't want to be the one having to make the decision. Certainly. Yeah. I and I I just I almost think that it's autom- an automatic firing in, in this day and age. Yeah. 
But I don't think it. I, I don't think it's that cut and dried. At least it shouldn't be. So, the the other thing I found interesting is, did you see what Dan Campbell wants to do? No. He wants to bring a real lion to a lion's practice. He wants to get a pet lion and have it at lion's practice. Does has he said what he thinks the point of that would be? Uh, he says just a legit pet lion on a to chain. Really charge him up. A huh? big chain, and he really is my pet. We just walk around the building. We go out to practice. We're at seven on seven. We're behind the kicker when he's kicking. Boy, it's going to be interesting when the when the head coach of the Lions is an amputee. Like that's gonna that's gonna really throw people off. They're gonna be like, "Wow, where's his leg?" And, well, he, that, that lion's he gonna to cost him, that lion's gonna cost him an arm and a leg, no question. Uh, let's uh, is that Brad? Let's, let's let's get Brad on. What's up, Brad? What's going on? Sports. What's going on, man? Um, I just wanted to comment on the um, the conversation we just having about the N word being used in yeah. the literature. Yeah. Do you? And I heard someone say that they think there shouldn't be any punishment. That was me. Um, do you think it'd be the same if it was a homophobic slur? No, I, I mean I think if it was if it was part of the literature, it's part of the literature, and we're talking about Mark Twain. We're talking about classic literature. This is, I mean, it was written hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Like, everything's got to be taken into context of when it was written. Okay. I got you. I got you. I mean, now, if the teacher teacher was just talking and just threw that word out there, that's a different conversation. But when she's reading from the actual, she's reading an excerpt of the book and says the word, I I don't, what, what do you think the punishment should be, Brad? Well, I, I just think like this because I'll, I'll compare it to the Myers uh, Myers Leonard situation. Okay, where he made the derogatory term, and, and it wasn't the same term. But you see how swift the punishment was. But again, Myers Leonard, he's saying a word like he, he, it's not like he was reading Mark Twain's words yeah. and saying like this. This woman's job is a to private conversation. But, but it wasn't on a platform like that. It was a private conversation. Right. But this woman's job is to teach literature to these college-age students. And the excerpt of the book that she read it says it says this. Like, I mean, if, if, if someone was reading the Bible and it said something about, you know, uh, a, a man who lays with a man is an abomination – is that now a, is that a homophobic thing for for someone who's teaching someone the Bible to say? I mean, oh, it's, no, it, no, no. I totally agree. Like I say, things are just you know you know how things are these days. A lot, a lot more touchy feeling. Yeah, I, listen, man. I, I I guess I don't know. And again, I don't know what they do in college. And thank you for the call, Brad. I don't I don't know what they do as far as give trigger warnings of hey, there's some language in this this book that you're about to be assigned. And by the way, Mark Twain seems like something you would be assigned in like junior high more than college. I, I, yeah. I mean, it, it just, I, I, but I mean, it's, I think it's a totally different situation. I guess the thing is, if, I, if you were teaching a music class and quoting lyrics from a song that used that, would yeah. you be able to do it? I, I don't know. I, I think you err to the side of caution, but, you know, it, it it's, it's not. It's not the same as using the word in a hateful way, right? And, and that—that's why. That's why I just, I just find that, it, that's I, what I always find the craziest thing about Huck Finn is like Jim was his friend, and he used that word all the time. It was like they, they like that was his boy. 
and he still used the N-word with regularity. Like, that's just, that was the world that, that like, the, when that book was written, that's what the world was. I, I think it's crazy to start censoring things that happened in the past because it's almost impossible. And I've said the same thing about, like, uh, you know, like, these towns that are named after Confederate generals or whatever, like... I don't know. It's all part of the history to me. I, like, do I think there should be statues of the guys who lost the war? No, I think that's odd. But I mean, but do I think there should be museums that are dedicated to that kind of stuff? Absolutely, because that's the history of our country. Well, we need to learn from that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like uh, the, there's a reason that there's Holocaust museums. We, yes. we need to learn from that history so it doesn't happen again. But literature is literature. I mean, and if that's if she's a literature teacher. And she's teaching the the book as it was written hundreds of years ago. I mean that I don't know what she's supposed to do. I, you know, I, and a lot of people have, have brought up a good point. You just you don't use the word. You just say n word. And you know, I don't know. I I, I just I, I mean, do I, you, I don't have do an you answer say, for you. Do you say f word if that word comes up? Um, like where I what? probably would in a group. Yes, and I'm talking about the f word, like the big f word, like the. Uh, that rhymes with yuck. Yeah. No, I, so you I, would I, say F word? Probably. <laughs> I mean, geez, man. If, if I were... If well, I were but te- people know what I'm saying, though. That's the thing. Right. They know exactly what I mean by I, it. I guess... Well, I, I don't know that it adds literary value to say the actual word. I, I guess if... Well, well, I mean, who am I to, to tell Mark Twain what has literary value? But, and, and really, who are you, to be honest? Uh, Mark, Mark Twain's dead. Right. He, but, he has no say in this. This is his work that he wrote hundreds of years ago in a different time. That doesn't what, that doesn't have anything to do with whether or not I use the words. it has no words. literary value, I think, is presumptuous. No, it's not. I mean, if, if people know what the word is when I say F word, then I'm conveying the exact same thing. I'm conveying the exact same thing. I get, you, you don't know what? need to say it. And, and if you were if you were teaching a fifth grade English class, I would agree with you. These are grown human adults. I, we got oh, trust me. I, I got to be put on big boy pants in the world. No, no trust me. I've I've taught these same kids. I know that they get triggered by anything at the Clear Lake Institute of Technology. Uh, no, that was at uh, San Jacinto oh. where I was teaching. Damn, uh, I always I wish you would have taught at that school. No, but <laughs> but now having said that, I will use. The F word liberally, uh, there are words I don't use at all and, and I would never use, but I'll say the F word all the time in my yeah. regular conversation. Yeah. But I think in front of a class, unless it's a poem where the, the rhyme is critical to it, you know, then okay. I, I, now, I, I will say this, because this person has already made a comment about a black student's hair. And I don't know what the comment was. I don't oh, know she if claimed it was, like it was an, about the way it was, was uh, it, in a bun or something. I don't know but, if it was an Imus comment or something like that, no. like nappy-headed. But it's that certainly does sort of uh, put up my radar on, okay. Now, if, now if this person's just having too much fun throwing the N-word around, you can kind of tell. But I don't know, man. I guess well, and, you need and more that's, context. And that's the other thing, too. I guess you'd have to hear it. Because you can... The way you phrase something can show your intent. You know, if she's going out of her way to emphasize it and she'd already had an issue, then eh, okay. But on the surface, yeah, I I just think it's a good discussion to have because I don't have an answer for you. 
I really don't know, but I, I think that's something that as we move move past a lot of things in our society, it's going to come up a bunch, right? This kind of stuff. All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Have you signed up for our ESPN 97.5 listener email yet? You can get the latest information on what's happening with your favorite radio station, including upcoming events, giveaways, and a chance to be highlighted as our listener of the week. Head to ESPN975.com and subscribe now. All right. Twitter's really having a good discussion about this and coming from all different perspectives. Which I do think, and I said this on the Twitch, I, I think the Myers Leonard comparison is not apt. No, I thought uh, that's that's a that's one of those bad comparisons that people His, like to use. That guy's is more like the 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 uh, who's the the race car driver that said the n word to he, like he called his buddy that word. Yeah, while he was on... Uh, was it Kyle Busch, maybe? No, it wasn't Kyle Busch. I don't Bush. think it was Kyle Busch. Yeah, let's not guess. Let's get it right. Yeah, I. I but there was it was some some race car guy who... Kyle Larson. Kyle Sorry, Larson, I had that's the right. first name right. But yeah. he, he... And he's like, well, I didn't mean it that way. I, it, but, like, if you're a white guy, you can't say, like, oh, I didn't know that it would be offensive if I said it to another white guy. Like, you know. But saying it in your personal time when you think no one else is listening is a lot different than reading it verbatim from a book that was written hundreds of years ago. Let's talk to DJ, see what he thinks. Hello, DJ Sports. Sports. What's up, man? Hey, hey! I want to talk about that last caller because uh, just to get started, I'm, I'm a black American. Okay. Okay? And the N-word, we've fought for so many years to get rid of this word, but Black people say it around themselves, out loud, and they also make songs about it. So if you want to get rid of the word, stop making songs about it. And the songs cross over. So if the songs go to every race, people like the song, and you hear someone, and it makes you mad because they say the N-word, well, stop putting it in the song. Stop putting it out in public. If you don't want people to use it, right now, I, I just think it's ridiculous. I, I, I I'll say this about it. And I, I'm curious your opinion, DJ. Like, and there, there are there are ways that it's used now, and the way it's used now is obviously different than the way it was used hundreds of years ago. But when a movie like Roots comes out, and the word gets thrown around in that movie, is anyone taking offense, or do we just have the common sense to say, oh, this is a historical depiction? of what was happening at the time. Like we, right. it, there, no one's like storming out of theaters. If you, if you hear that word in a movie, right? Like, no, I, I don't know Correct. anyone who's doing like, I, I think this is just a, another occasion of people looking for a reason to be offended or looking for a reason to, to like be a sympathetic figure. I, I don't know. I, I just, well, well, I, I have a hard time I, with it. 
I just feel that black people shouldn't feel offended because you put it out there. You want everybody to, to say it. If you didn't want people to say it, don't put it in the songs. Don't use it in a song that you expect to cross over and make money off of. So as long as you're making money off of it, it's okay. But if another person of a different race likes the song and you just happen to be at the red light next to them and they're singing a song and all of a sudden they say the N-word, you get pissed? Does it make sense? Yeah. Now, listen. I'm not one to tell a black person when they're allowed to say the N-word or when they should be okay saying the N-word. That's, that's not my place either. But I also, I'm, I'm also not a person who says, like, well, when you wrote this book 200 years ago, you weren't allowed, you're, you're not allowed to use that word. Now, well, that book's been, it's been in the library, bro. It ain't coming out. It, it ain't changing. Like, there's, there, you, can't, right. you can't rewrite the book. Correct. And I agree with that. And that, to me, is totally different because that was something that was written hundreds of years ago. But now we're talking about in today's world, we're yeah. still using it. We're still publicizing it as if it doesn't mean anything. And yet you want to get mad because someone from another race says it. Then stop using it yourself. All right. Well, thank you for the call, DJ. Yeah, Okay, this, this, this is turning down a path I didn't really intend. And now there are people saying, dumb take, LOL, we're not all rappers. No, nah, but that, that wasn't really his point, though. Uh, I mean, and I appreciate the perspective. I really do. Uh-oh. I'm seeing uh, uh, messages deleted by moderator. Somebody must be getting out of line. Mm-hmm. Come on, Twitch. All right. Well, you know what? Let's let's get the little person strippers or something so that we can uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get back on. I mean, I, I just... I, I'm, so, I'm no. I'm, I, I th- I'm sorry. I just I thought it was. It's, it is an interesting discussion because it's not as cut and dried as somebody um, like what's his name, the wide receiver, screaming that I'll fight any bleep in the room. You know, uh, who was uh, that? Riley Cooper? Riley Cooper. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's not like that. I mean, it is. You know, and and then what do we do? He also said that I think at a country music concert where yeah. there probably were yeah, no black. He people. was probably he, he was safe. Fe- he was feeling himself that yeah. day. Yeah. Wasn't it a black security guard that he was saying it to, though? I don't know. I think he just yelled it. Yeah, I think he was just drunk and, you know, screamed it out loud. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, the, uh, well, while we're on, uh, well, we're on. Stuff. I don't know that there's a right answer to this whole no, thing. I don't, I'll say I don't that. either. And I was just kind of curious what people thought because, and you know what? I don't if, have if a, someone's. A, uh, what I've learned, Fred, in 2021, I've learned that if someone's offended by something, you can't tell them not to be offended by it. And you can't say things like, well, I'm sorry if what I said offended you, but that, I've learned, is called gaslighting. And that's also a big thing with the youngsters. You don't gaslight people. So I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm just glad this ain't my problem. How about that? I'm glad I don't have a job where I have to make that decision of whether or not to say the N word. <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty. Pat myself on the back for that. Like, hey, I, I, avoided, I avoided a career path where I ever have to make that decision. <laughs> oh, all right. Hour number one in the books. We come back. We'll uh, I'll have some fun. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Got some plastic on the tab. My Chevy in the gear. Got the keys by my door. You coat on my floor. Go from there. Do you ever wonder what ESPN 97.5 hosts talk about during the breaks? Well, now we have your phone.
answer. I don't know why you got to do it. What do you have to do? I got to do is say earmuffs. Just go to twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5 for exclusive uncensored content. Can you earmuff it for me?